coming to you live. It's Scarves Up with your host, Nathaniel Maymoudis, and of always, Dim Maymoudis. Hello, everyone. And I, I'm pretty sure we talked, I'm pretty sure, like, didn't it say on the schedule that, like, the season started on the 8th? I think March? so, but I don't think it started yet. You know, you know I, I'm hoping that it starts in know, April. Yeah. I mean, people are like, I'm like, seriously? Like, what happened to the... I guess thing? I also hope that the referee strike ends and the replacement referees, you know, come back before the season actually starts. Uh, well, yeah, couldn't it be like 2014 again? Well, anyway, yeah, it, there was the strike in 2014. Okay. Um, we have to get uh, Sounders losing uh, at home 2-1. Against Vancouver, uh, it was the first game we were at. Uh, so we have to talk to it. So before the game, uh, referees, some referees got to meet with Mark Geiger, and then you also got to meet with him after. I didn't go to it after. And right, What did Mark Geiger speak about at the event you were at? Well, we didn't. We only had like five minutes, so it did. But he didn't. So I, did he say, really your job as the referee much. is to be the center of the game? And to, you know, decide who you want to have win. Not really. Uh, he, uh, I think, because this was last Saturday, uh, it was more, he, there was, well, as we, yeah, we talked a little bit more about, uh, like, how you move up uh, and okay. stuff. So uh, one thing that I, I read about Mike Mark Iger is that he, prides himself on being willing to, you know, make the tough call and, you know, not shy away from when, showing a red card. When you watch to. ESPN, yeah. uh, when you watch the MS game of the, of the weeks, uh, no, not the, the, the MS game of the week yeah. or MLS soccer Sunday, Taylor Twelman is always talking about how he calls the game by the book. But, uh, and I mean, I think this is, and in a lot cases like this is like really like he he really knows the rules correctly and there was a lot of controversy like uh, there's been some games against LA where like because there's always been that stuff with offsides about did the defender play the ball okay. and if he didn't is he interfering there's always yeah. that so he's some of the best when it comes to stuff like that and he knows rules. he knows all the new stuff uh but um, I th- I think, uh, and like he, and it made sense that he was the one who went to the World Cup, and he had, and he's really, he's he's a pretty impressive referee, but these two calls today um, were uh, not his best work. Uh, while I was there, I got to see the referee place, and they actually. And in their room, they have they tape the game with a TV screen, and you can see and and they we were told that they watch the game. They they right. so watch. So it'd be interesting play. to know. So what I want to know if it. like if someone put a video camera in there and see like and see him like reacting to that play. Oh God. Face palm. Oh right. God, why did I do that? Uh, on the first one, I think it was the AR has to see it. Has to see it because it's in the AR's quadrant. Actually, well, it depends. It's because some refs are going to say, if it's in the penalty box, don't worry. Don't do anything. It's me. And this is something that they I mean, I think the other thing is, I think the, you know, 
the center referee has a better angle on that particular one because the players are running towards the goal. The center referee is the only one who can see whether there was contact or not. The red Pete, you said the first time you saw it, and watching the replay uh, when we got home from the game, that yes, Jovan Jones tripped him. I don't see that. I've watched that replay a thousand times, and I don't see it. I've talked to a well, hundred so, people. But what you, you can see is how it might have been called. Jovan Jones crosses over from, behind. From the angle that Mike Guy, that Mark Geiger is coming in at, it makes sense that it make uh, you can totally see why he thinks this. This is why the AR has to get involved with the play. He's at a better angle. Right. Angle. The best angle of the penalty of the penalty call uh, is uh, from the angle from of, the side. From the side. If he so can see the separation between them. Yeah. Um, then for some people were saying that the other one was more uh, clean cut, but clear cut penalty. Penalty, but I think that's even a worse call than the first one because he's he's not he's in a better position for this one. Chad Marshall is go, is winning the ball and Blas Perez. Turn purposely turns and and goes in. I would have been fine with a yellow card here for Blas Perez. Yeah. Because if you look at it, he kind of puts his elbow into Chad Marshall's chest and then goes down da- and goes down. Right. So that one on the replay, it's very clear Blas Perez is not trying to play the ball yeah, at all. Yeah, he's not playing the ball. It's just, uh, it was and Chad Marshall, I Chad Marshall did not deserve a yellow card here. He's winning the ball before Blas Perez. Uh, uh, is before Blas Perez plays him. Right, creates the and, contact. Yeah, and uh, goes in, and then, and then of course, Pedro Morales. He's like one. Of, he's a, he has like a phenomenal penalty record. He's not right. gonna miss. I mean, again, I think the you know the lesson is, if you if you put the referee in a position where he has to make that call, some of the time he's gonna get it wrong. Now. I don't like the fact if that means that the forwards are going to keep bumping into our defenders and hoping they get the penalty calls. That's really not what I want to see out of soccer. But I really hope that I can... I, I really hope that, uh, that... that these calls will not end up as penalties in just all of them because uh, that... It was just... I don't want to see that. In any game, I I like good good soccer by the rules, and uh, this was not that. There was a lot of fouling in this game, and no one got sent off. Um, I can't think of any tackles right now that I that I think uh, could well, have been. The Sounders have been complaining. There's been a lot of persistent fouling. I guess you that's know, true. Not a question of just any individual tackle that you go that was a card, but the question of just you know, knocking people down over and over and over again or undercutting them over and again. And you can't on, say the Sounders have been playing bad, were playing badly in this game. No, they, they had, had the majority of the They possession. had tons of t- uh, attack. It was like, six, at halftime, it said 60-40 on, on the board. We, at the end of the game, it said we had 17 shots. There were seven. Yeah. Um, it's, and uh, went back later, they only had like three of them were on target. Right. And, 
the but, penalty I mean, counts. again, the Sounders just needed to, if the Sounders had finished two or three more of those of those chances, then we'd be having a different discussion now. But Dempsey, you know, has to yeah. finish that one shot. Yeah, that that one at the end. Uh, Dempsey definitely wants would want that one back. Uh, Jordan Morris, uh, had Andreas a good chance, Ivancic, on goal. he went into the book in this one. Uh, Afa, so, uh, so uh, he he wins a free kick for the Sounders. Uh, wants more. He and the Vancouver defender doesn't get a card. Um, and he's mad. Uh, I don't know what he said, but you can kind of presume what he said. Uh, yeah, but you can't. You can't. Uh, when 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 learning about Rivery, they can't really give you. You're allowed to give them a card if it's something like a racist mm-hmm. or. But swearing, swearing is not is not usually. What about just dissent? I think if they can't, you just give it. Can't you get a card if you just say referee? That was an awful call. You don't have to actually swear. You just. Well, yeah. You, if you yeah. disagree too much. Well, uh, well, also, also that could be like if you can get red cards if you just touch the referee. Right, but I mean, I thought you could get red card. You, you could get a card yeah. just for disagreeing with the referee's call. You know, if you swear about your own performance or something. That's not necessarily a card, but if you swear about what the referee is doing. However, he did then score the goal that made him one-one. Yeah. Uh, you could assume that they that Vancouver thought um, thought that it was going to be Dempsey, but even the, even though even if that that it was like perfectly placed and yeah. it was going to be really hard for. David Alstead to keep it out at all. I mean, right, you can't I, getting I went, it up and over the wall is hard, but it is true. No, he went around the wall. I mean, yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the things and that's you're what I like up, about the you're set up for right. you having a left-footed player Dempsey. and a right hand and a right-footed player. Well, that's what means the wall can't position do, themselves. Usually. Yeah. Um, uh, I was happy that they gave Anderson more play time because uh, I I really think he's going to be he can do uh, more. For he can do more, and I really think that if someone gets injured in the midfield, um, that he could be starting. Or if we end up going back to a four, four two. So what do you um, think about the Sounders' new acquisition? You know, I wasn't I wasn't thinking that another forward was what they well just announced need. today. Hercules Go Gomez uh, was announced. He's been in Liga MX and he's had a lot of experiment experience. So uh, I think it's a good signing. But uh, we'll have to see where he where he plays. He could switch be switching out with Morris or Valdez. Um, may I? It it will be interesting to see where he where he gets played. But um, he's not. He we got him for a good price. Uh, we still have that DP slot open, and uh, Garth Lagerway has been talking about. How he wants to fill it with someone else, so we should be expecting to see one there. Yeah. Um, it was announced. Uh, it, it was announced uh, on Sunday via Sports Center that Tim Howard is going to go to Colorado. Okay. Uh, do you think this is a big plus for them, or? Yeah. Um, it's kind of one one thing. So right now, so the Colorado keeper right now is uh, Zach McMath, so he'll probably be starting 
because they're not act like like he's gonna be coming, but they can't actually make this sign until the next transfer window for uh, for MOS, which is in July. So so he'll come. So he'll be there, but Zach McMath gets the same time. And Zach McMath, he hasn't really had the greatest luck with keepers. Because, like, just think about it. He played for Philadelphia for a couple of times, and then he, and then they stopped using him to with Rice and Bowley, and and he that kind of that kind of was bad for for that team for that team. But um, I think Tim Howard. I mean, he's coming back to MOS, so it yep. should be interesting. Do you so think? What else is up in the world? Have we got a couple of international games coming? Yep. Uh, do you think? For the Copa America, do you think Brad Guzan gets his start? Or do you think Tim Howard will get his spot back? Or will it be Nick Ruando? I really do not know. I think I think Tim Howard will get, I think, in these next qualifying games for the World Cup, which is just insane. They're already doing this. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, in these games, um, I think... Uh, it will be um it will be interesting to, they'll probably start all of them to decide uh who's going to be playing in the Co- and uh Cup of America uh and those some of those games here in Seattle uh but uh it will be interesting um i would say tim howard cuz in the past uh, i haven't been pr- that impressed with Brad Guzan he's He's the keeper of a team who's in last place in the EPL with that uh, uh, with Aston Villa. So, um, I mean, yeah, Tim Howard isn't even holding down the starting job in the well, EPL. Yeah, so. well, that's. And as you know, it's really almost never the keeper's fault when they get when somebody gets scored on. So I, I guess I guess you have a fair point there. Um, but uh, Gua- so Guatemala shouldn't be that big a, a test for the. Uh, for the American national team, but we have struggled <laughs> against some of the lesser uh, as teams. People sometimes don't really think are that big of threats. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, I have to ask: Do you think that? Do you think that the game would be improved if the penalty wasn't so easy? If it was or harder the, to score, a penalty the, kick. Yeah, or like it wasn't right in the middle, or you could put in like two defenders, or the box was a little smaller, or... Right, one thing I've thought is that if the box wasn't square, you know, because some of these plays like out at the corner of the penalty area seem so ridiculous. And the other thing about both of these penalties was the the player was really not really running towards goal at the time of the penalty. Yeah, so I mean like, there's definitely, it's kind of like the thing like... If they're not towards goal, it couldn't be dog so or something. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe that's one answer you could it give. It could. You could try. You could imagine. You could have the boxes being like indoor soccer, where it's kind of like right, where it's kind of curved. Yeah. But you know, the rules are the rules. You put up with them. Uh huh. Um, a lot of people are saying that um, since the fourth official doesn't really do anything, that they should add. The fourth official can look at replays quickly if they want. Yeah, but I mean, in both of these cases, in the end, it's a judgment call. And with with soccer, the clock never stops. So if you, so, the refs don't really go and check 
check on a play, unlike basketball or football. You can't challenge or anything. That would just make it... Right, but I mean, I, you know, one of the things that I like about soccer, both from a player perspective and a referee perspective, is that, you know, it's not like football where every time you stop and critique what the people on the field are doing from the outside, you know, that it really is up to the players to decide what to do and up to the referee to decide what to call. And I think there are, you know, good things about that. Um, okay, uh, the, so uh, quickly, uh, Sporting Kansas City, uh, they won... One nil against Toronto FC, uh, and Brad Davis, the who who just who was uh, almost caused for the. Oh, he fouls Toronto FC defender. Play continues, and this was another play that the R the AR uh, could have gotten involved. But Sporting Kansas City, they're still um, the only team that's uh, won all their games because. Uh, which is impressive for them. Okay, next week, April 2nd, uh, Montreal Impact against the Sounders. Sounders at home again. What do you think? Didier Drogba is supposed to be back for this game. I think the big story will be Jordan Morris getting his first goal for the Sounders. It could be that. It could be Gomez. He could get a goal if he gets a start today. That's true. Um, it's only Montreal's second time to Seattle. And they won last time, 1-0 off Marco DeVaio's goal. So um, maybe another DP will score, but hopefully um, we can stop TDA Drogba uh, because uh, and that'd be good uh, as he is just... Uh, he, he played unbelievable when he was with them. So hopefully our season will start again next next time. That would end up pretty good. Uh, so, I, what's your prediction for the Montreal game? Um, I'll go two nothing with Morris throwing one of the games. I'm the going goals. to say one nothing to the Sounders. Okay. I'm going to think that I'm saying Zach Scott is gonna no, not Zach Scott. Jovan Jones. He's going to score. Okay. Um, he gets forward. He had chances in the last game. He gets game. forward. He doesn't really get inside. Yeah, he's, but he could. he's a good. He's actually a good sh- shooter. Sure. I mean, he scored against the Sounders when we played Chicago last year. Okay. Um. Anyway, I think he's getting the one nil. He's getting the. He's goal. getting the goal for the one nil victory. Uh, at okay. home, that should be great. Um. Finally, uh, S two they open up this week for their final season. We'll talk about that. Next time, uh, uh, as long with this U.S. qualifier, and uh, hopefully the U.S. will make the Olympics again because another trip to Rio. But I think we've covered about everything. Just a quick look at the EPL. Uh, Leicester on top, and uh, we continue to root for them. But I think we're all done here. Do you think there's anything else we have to add? Nope, just that. Hang in there. And keep your scarves up.